Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. Now, I know I already put out a podcast episode and I am, uh, the goal, or at least what I talked about with my team, was to scale back on the podcasts and to not release them as frequently as I have in the past, where I was pretty much putting one out every single day, Monday through Friday. But y'all, I I can't help myself, and I hope that you guys are getting something from these podcasts, and I hope that you guys are benefiting from listening to these. And I like I was done recording the one over Kipchoge yesterday, and then I was just sitting on my couch and continued to read here on an early morning, and then a thought popped into my head for another episode, which I'm about to throw out at you guys right now. I just I had to wait until today to do this. And understand, like, none of this stuff is scripted. I don't have notes in front of me. I just get this idea and I go, man, I think I can talk about that. And so I'm going to. And this is, um, it's a fascinating little story, I guess, and kind of gives us perspective on what a small world it can seem like sometimes. Here's how it goes. Uh, October the 13th, so today is October 16th, I believe. On October the 13th, um, my buddies and I, we celebrate, unfortunately, I guess if you want to call it uh, celebrating, we had a a friend named Michael Felsberg who was in the Marines, and my buddy Mike, he was uh, went over to Iraq back when uh, kind of the the quote-unquote the war on terrorism was kind of first getting started, and Long story short, he was out there in a in a zone called Ramadi, which was one of the hottest zones uh, to be at in Iraq at the time. And uh, unfortunately, he was leading a you know a, a group of men, and um, he was driving a Humvee and he took an RPG, and um, you know he he died from the wounds that uh, that he took on from you know that explosive hitting hitting the car. Uh, and, and he passed away. And so on October the 13th, um, you know, we, we celebrate that and, um, there's a memorial. Uh, so we all, how do I know Mike? Uh, we all went to Florida international university together. We all ran track and cross country out there together. And for those of you that are listening to this that have ever been part of a sports team, you know, the guys at that, like that bond runs really deep. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Mike was going to be one of the groomsmen in my wedding, uh, and he never made it to see my wedding. And so I had his dad actually stand in, in his place at my wedding as a tribute, uh, to Mike. Uh, here's another factor, whatever about this whole story was that Mike, Mike was done, um, with his service in the military. So, uh, he had went away and then he, he came back to school and he was done. He was, uh, he was out. Uh, but the commanding officer that was out there at the time, he had also, unfortunately he lost his life and they were looking for a replacement to go out there. So what, and Mike didn't have to go and we had conversations with him, like you're here and you're back running with us again, you know, and you've done your thing. And his answer to us was, guys, I got to go. 
they they need somebody and i and i've been asked if i can fill that spot and i can and i'm going and we we knew that you know what there there was no there was no talking him off that ledge that's just what he had to do and honestly if he would have stayed with us i think he would have been unhappy so he goes and this happened now to jump back onto the story, the memorial that there is at Florida International University, there's a statue there that has the date and it has a soldier up there. And so on October the 13th, I've got a little WhatsApp group with uh, teammates of mine from high school and college. And, and a lot of us that went to high school together, we went to the same college. So it's kind of all the same. And one of my buddies, one of my great friends, he posted a picture where he had gone to the memorial, Mike Felsberg, he liked Guinness, and so Robbie put like a little bottle of Guinness like in the bottom right-hand corner of the statue on the pedestal, and he took a picture of it and he sent it to us and he said, hey guys, make it a great one because that was Mike's phrase. Mike's phrase was, make it a great one, which is so apropos, by the way. It's so good. It keeps us in the present moment. It just really like sees the day right? And so he posted that picture and, you know, me again, Florida International University is in Miami. I'm out here in Texas. So I feel a little bit removed from October the 13th. Unfortunately, I wish I could get together with my friends, which I have done in the past when I've been down there. Uh, but you know, I feel a little bit removed because I'm nowhere near my buddies. I'm nowhere near that statue and, and, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, but I, I, I saved the picture and then I posted it on my Facebook you know, and I said, here's a guy, you know, so on and so forth that, that, you know, I obviously admire and, and we miss you and, you know, on and on. Right. Well, I get this Facebook message from someone and it says, you knew Mike. And I said, yes, I, I did. Uh, we ran together. Uh, we roomed together at Florida International University. He was supposed to be in my wedding. I had his dad stand in my place. And he said, oh, he said, I'm currently at Florida International University. I'm, I'm out there. I'm studying medicine. I'm in the Navy. And every military holiday, I go and I put flowers at that statue on the campus. He said, if you're around, I would love to go out there with you on one of these holidays and we can do it together. Now, I'm going to unveil who this person was to show you what a small world it was. The, the, the person, his name was Marty Theory, and he's the guy that was basically on the welcome team when I started running at Columbus High School in Miami. When I started running in high school, when I first got into track and field and cross country, this was a guy that like, oh guys, okay, here's Mario. He's a new guy. He's going to be joining us. And Marty was a junior at the time, and he's the one that just like put his arm around me, made me feel welcome, made me feel special, um, really just took me under his wing, showed me the ropes, the inside jokes, like just really made me feel like a part of the team from the first day that I was there. And I'm forever grateful for Marty. Here's where the story gets interesting. Marty doesn't know Mike. They don't know each other. They never met. However... They were both in the same branch of the military. They were in the Navy. Now, where am I going with this episode? Here's what I thought about. 
the United States military. Now, I don't want to listen. I don't want to get into politics. Uh, I don't want to get into how we feel about wars and conflicts and, 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 you know, all that. What I do want to do is extract this. I think that the United States military is the best team that has ever existed in the history of the world. I think that when we look at the United States military, we it would be hard to argue that there is a more cohesive, a more efficiently running and more effective group of individuals otherwise known as a team. And what I wanted to highlight was because we do team studies and, and I encourage this, right? So we look at like the San Antonio Spurs, the New England Patriots, like, you know, we can even look at like Columbus High School, like my high school was a great case study in team and what, what made us great. And these are all great teams and that's, but right in front of us, for many of us, we've got the, the military and they are, I think, the greatest team. Now, because there are so many members of our military Sure, it you know there are times when something takes forever to you know get done, and you know there's a lot of people, and it looks like a lot of people are running in different directions and all that kind of stuff. But when push comes to shove, and something needs to get done, I don't know that we can argue that our military is not extremely effective in doing that. But why? Marty Theory didn't know Mike Felsberg, yet he lays down flowers at the memorial on that college campus every military holiday. What makes the team great, what makes any team great, and I'm going to pause here and I'm going to say, if you're a coach, if you're a supervisor in your business, if you're the captain of your team, if if you're the you're the leader in your household trying to trying to raise your family the united states military has this overarching ideal of like that organization over the self that vision over the self those principles over the self, like those things come first and then everything else. So that when we look at that, we've got a guy leaving flowers at a memorial that never knew another guy, but yet he leaves the flowers there out of respect because he understands that that guy had on the same uniform. So, hey, we stood for the same thing. And what, what, what does that, how does that work itself out? Answer, Felsberg was an extremely effective soldier and so is Marty Theory. He's an extremely effective soldier and so is the young man or young lady that's going to serve in our military 10 years from now and 20 years from now and 50 years from now. They're all effective, which means, now here's, this is, this is the interesting part and I'm going to go back to sports now because... Uh, I think the I think the New England Patriots do a great job of this, but I think that they're the exception and not the rule. 
How, how is it that they can plug in different players and still be effective? How is it that they can plug in different players and still, you know, win games and win championships and do all of those kinds of things? It's the same thing with the military. We've got so many people coming in, fresh recruits, so many people coming out, retiring or doing their stint or whatever. And like we can just replace them and the show goes on. And the, the level of effectiveness goes on and it's the same. And we know that we can count on our military to do certain things. Why? Because that vision, those ideals, those principles, they guide and therefore anybody that comes into that organization or anybody that leaves that organization, they've lived by and adhered to certain standards and principles and it's consistent. It's constant. And lastly, here's what it does. And this is probably the best part about it. Don't take yourself too seriously. It allows the, the people in our military, listen, I understand that you may have a bunch of stars and bars and pins and stuff on your uniform, but don't take yourself too seriously because there's all these other individuals that make this thing up and we're all living by the same standards and principles and ideals and you at some point will be replaced by somebody else. So you need to make sure that you leave this thing in good hands. Hence, you're training somebody up in those same standards and principles and ideals. There's a sense of responsibility, like paying it forward. You have a responsibility, you have a duty and an obligation to do that, to protect what this organization stands for. So for those of us that are in leadership positions, wherever we happen to be, that has to be our first order of business. Our first order of business has to be, we have to think to ourselves, what, what message am I sending out about the standards and the principles and the ideals and the vision that, that I am communicating to everyone around me, to everyone who I get the opportunity to serve what am, I, what am I telling you guys? And we have to make sure that that's something solid. And here's, here's a really great litmus test for that. Take yourself out of that equation. Pretend that you had to leave that position for whatever reason. You graduated. You're not the captain. So who's going to be captain now when you graduate, right? Something happened and you had to step down from your position at your particular business, and now somebody else has taken over that business. Ask yourself this question. Is that person ready? And does that business, does that team continue to function just as it did when you were quote unquote in charge when you were leading? And if the answer to that is no, then you've got work to do in getting that answer to be a yes in getting that answer to be a, hey, you know what? They don't have to have me because what they have are the principles and ideals and what they have is the vision that I was able to pass down to them. They're gonna be okay. I can, I can sleep well knowing that they're in good hands. This particular business organization team is gonna look very similar to when I was leading it to when I was in charge.
And that's how you get the greatest team of all time, the United States military. All right, folks, that's what I got. I hope that, uh, yeah, I hope that this episode was uh, insightful for you and give you a little bit of insight of kind of where I'm at on October 13th. Uh, A lot of people would say, man, day of mourning for you. I look at it a different way. It's a day of celebrating the fact that Fells was one spoke in a wheel that has many spokes. And because of him and his service, that wheel runs really, really well, better than any other wheel has ever run in the history of humankind. All right, folks, there you go. I can't promise you that I'm going to put out anything else this week, but what I can tell you is that if I get the idea to, I will, because I'm going to give you guys what you guys want. All right, y'all, got some exciting projects that I am working on. In case you haven't heard, I wrote a book. I wrote a book and we're working on, my team and I are working on getting all that together so we can get that out to you guys and so that you guys can read it for yourselves so that you guys can share it with others. So please start wrapping your minds around the fact that something's coming at you that I think you're going to really enjoy and that I think you're going to want to share with others. All right, folks, y'all have a fantastic rest of your day. If you're in Texas, enjoy the short cold front we got. Peace.